Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Queen of Vera by Ryan Priest. The chill in the night air prescribed she should put on one of her robes, or perhaps one of the soft faux furs that hung in her many closets. Mostly unworn and still in the garment bags in which they'd arrived, gifts sent from all over the world from kings, presidents, business moguls, and actual moguls. Some of the senders had names she recognized, others she did not. Some were other queens, but not like her. There were no other queens like her. It all felt very garish, and she'd prefer to give them away and spread them amongst the people, but the truth was that nobody wanted them, not even her. Queen Avira decided she liked the cold air, It reminded her of home, her old home. From her balcony, she could see her entire city, and then the vast plains of her lands all the way to the trees, whose jungle canopies followed the horizon into infinity. Drones with blinking lights flashed through the air. The concrete streets were peppered with driverless vehicles. No cabs, no seats. They looked like the beds of old pickup trucks casually rolling along. Nothing seemed out of place. Newlandia was only twenty years old, and had never been any different. Being the queen of a Central African nation was new to her, too, and seemingly a million degrees removed from where she'd started out as a young girl in Detroit, Michigan. It was hard growing up in Detroit. The air sweeping down from Canada over the Great Lakes would routinely drop a wicked sheet of snow and ice on top of everyone below. "'It's hard growing up anywhere,' her grandpa would tell her as they'd trudge through the snow. He'd come to Detroit from the south, not so far south as Africa, but the America South. He felt the cold winters were a welcome trade to get out of the south. Michigan had a lot less trees with thick branches. Grandpa had never been lynched. He'd never seen anyone swing from a tree, however— He'd had it threatened to him several times growing up by gleeful bigots. They'd point to large trees and say, They used to use it to hang blacks. Sometimes they said blacks, sometimes something else. And if you don't behave yourself... When older, Grandpa was wise enough to realize that those people were probably just joshing a young kid around, that he'd probably never have had a rope tied around his neck and been dropped from a tree to spend his final seconds gurgling and dancing in the air to the light of homemade torches. But one thing was made clear to me. Down south there were two types of people, those who were never tied up and swung from trees, and those who could be, and I knew which of those two I was. If only Grandpa could see the world now, his beloved Detroit gone, the entire state of Michigan crushed under a perpetually growing glacier. All those big trees in the south that Grandpa hated had exploded and broken to pieces in the freezing winters and had now been replaced by great pines. The old cotton fields now looked like forests of Christmas trees. Avira Roberta Sykes just couldn't understand the celebration of her. Why they'd made her queen. 
she'd actually done a very illegal thing. If the American government or the EU were still around, there'd no doubt be several international warrants for her arrest. None of that mattered. Her grandfather, her mother, her friends would have approved of what she'd done, and that's all she cared about. The rich pigs back in America had seen the collapse coming far before anyone else. While they paid billions to push the word out that nothing was wrong, they secretly paid even more to buy the land, machines, and resources necessary to start up somewhere new, somewhere safe. One nameless, faceless functionary inside of their big corporate machine had begun to put it all together before anyone else. She'd noticed the strange purchase orders, while the pigs basked on beaches they knew would soon be gone, this woman had connected with other employees like herself. They compared their notes. They pulled more people into the fold. The details that emerged had been undeniable. Someone was preparing a quick escape from the Northern Hemisphere. The richest of the rich and their families had been making arrangements for a brand new country in Africa. Avira hadn't gotten her invitation, and neither had anyone else she talked to so she'd hatched a plan. The workers would dutifully do their jobs. They set up the construction and bought all the plane tickets, everything ready for those rich pigs to simply show up and have a new technologically cutting-edge city waiting for them. The pigs had arrived at the airports, their American assets divested, their homes sold, their bags filled with pieces of paper with Ben Franklin's face on them, they showed up with their snotty families, their air of superiority and demanding attitudes, and there they were all told, Sorry, these tickets were all cancelled months ago. Uh, the flights have been rebooked. Oh, they were mad. They had to get to Central Africa now. But every flight into Africa for the foreseeable future had been booked. I myself am going there next week, the ticketing agents would smile. With horror, the pigs turned to the boarding lines where they saw all their nameless, faceless employees who'd worked so hard to give them the lives of pleasure they'd wasted, smiling back at them. Avira looked out across the beautiful city they'd created and taken for themselves. It was true, her title carried no authority, nor did she want any. But there were no other people she'd rather have take her as their queen. The children born in Newlandia today have no concept of class, or poverty, and the tree branches they play on have only happy memories. This has been Queen Avira, written by Ryan Priest. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manawaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manawaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. Thank you.